0: This is the Farm Report with Pam Young. Well,
1: our weather is looking a little bit better this week as far as the way it's treating our Wisconsin farmers. It's five minutes after five o'clock on a Monday morning, 18th day of March. Now, you might want to say a little prayer for some of those farmers out in Nebraska. Boy, oh boy, they had tremendous snowfall that turned into ice. Now it's uh, turning into flooded fields and water. That is running everywhere, and it's at probably one of the worst times for a lot of those Nebraska farmers because they're calving, and all the calving usually takes place outdoors. We're talking more about that as we roll towards 6 o'clock. For us today, mostly cloudy skies. It's going to stay chilly. 42 are expected high today. Overnight lows down to 26. Sunshine tomorrow in 48. Sunshine on Wednesday, 50 degrees. Looks like we'll wait till Friday before we bounce up to 56 degrees. Stu Marker Ag Meteorologist has those weather details in just a little bit. Also up before 6 o'clock, we're giving you a quick preview on what's coming up for the Midwest Horse Fair, celebrating its 40th anniversary.
2: Local commercial knowledge with local experience. That's how Rural Mutual Insurance has been protecting businesses in Wisconsin since 1934. If something unexpected happens to your business, wouldn't you want to be protected by a local company that knows you and your needs? Rural Mutual is the number one writer of farms and the third largest writer of commercial business in the state of Wisconsin. We only do business in Wisconsin, so premiums paid here stay here. To keep Wisconsin strong, contact your local Rural Mutual insurance expert or visit us at RuralMutual.com to learn how you can protect what matters most.
1: You know, these folks don't have capes or superpowers, but they are heroes. They are Wisconsin organ donors. I'm Pam Yankee. By becoming a donor, it's not just that you become a hero. It's your legacy. It's the lives you touch. Al Reich from Barneveld lost his wife in 2001. Her organ donations touched more than 50 lives, including a young father in Kentucky.
3: Well, lo and behold, her kidney... A uh, doctor said he'd never seen a match like that. It matched every single way, one hundred percent. And uh, he had three little kids. And my oldest daughter said, "You know, you know, she was forty at the time. So it was tough for her to lose her mother. But it would be really hard knowing that you were only eight years old."
1: Al Wright from Barneveld. You too can be a hero and leave a legacy that touches lives. Donate Life dot Donate Life Wisconsin dot o-r-g. Join the fabulous farm babe, Pam Yonke, at this year's exciting WPS Farm Show, March 26th through the 28th at the EAA Grounds in Oshkosh. Pam will be live in the booth with Focus on Energy, Wednesday morning from 9 until 10.30 a.m. So stop on by to say hello and learn about all the Focus on Energy cash incentives to grow your agribusiness's energy efficiency and save you money. Focus on Energy, partnering with Wisconsin Utilities to help residents and businesses reduce energy waste. See you this year at the WPS Farm Show.
4: Bob Boswell here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. When you talk to farmers and about farmers, there's not a group that's more interested in taking the responsibility for the way they run their operations than farmers, whether it's uh, animal health, animal safety, animal care, whether it's taking care of the land and the water, farmers step to the front. And there are a lot of groups around the state of Wisconsin, Pam, that are are really emphasizing that effort and, and spreading the word of what farmers can and will be doing.
1: Yeah, exactly, Bob. Fabulous. Farmer, Pam Yankee here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, where one of those very groups is now celebrating, well, seven years of existence. It all started as a volunteer effort. Farmers voluntarily coming together to kind of collectively see what they could do to keep the Yahara watershed clean. Jeff Endres, one of the founding members of the Yahara Pride group of farmers in south-central Wisconsin, and still their president, they just had their winter conference kind of summing Up all their 2018 efforts and looking ahead to 2019 and some of the areas that they want to channel. You know, like you said, Bob, when you take a look around the state, now these volunteer watershed groups are popping up all over the place. I talked with Jeff on how it felt to be kind of the leader when it came to bringing these kinds of voices together.
5: You know, we're picking up a few every year, um, oh, uh, more and more acres. Uh, we're losing a few, too, because we've got guys going out of business. Uh, but our headcount is is increasing. Uh, so that, I think that's a positive, good thing.
1: Now let's talk a little bit about some of the innovations that were introduced in 2018. This is not a group that just gets together to listen to presentations. It's very proactive in the field. Doing practices. Tell me what you guys uh, launched as an initiative last year that you were talking about this fall.
5: Uh, one of the initiatives that we la- launched last year at this meeting was the pay for performance program. Uh, we've spent a little, t- spent a fair amount of time, um, raised some money over the winter months, and are going to move it into the, the next phase. And that's that's the uh, the part of evaluating the farms and seeing where they where they could potentially could make changes and where they where the fund and what that what that potentially could cost uh, the farmers. So we know how to align funding so that it can help out.
1: What specifically are farmers looking to do to get that pay?
5: Well, I think uh, you know the biggest changes will be um, that we will probably be working with them to point out will be things on the farm as far as uh, um, practices on uh, how they, uh, uh, you know, the majority of it will be field practices, you know, um, you know, conser- conservation. Items um, could be buffers, could be co- more cover crops, could be rotation, could be changing of tillage tools, um, you know. Um could be water storage, even uh, so. There's a lot of different things it could be that uh, would potentially help lower their uh, their annual PIs.
1: You know, it's kind of like an onion, though. Every time you peel a la- layer, there's another one. So that's one area the the financial incentives or opportunities out there. Now let's talk a little bit about 2019 and some of the directions that Yahara Pride Farms would like to see investigated. Jeff, how'd you come up with the staples? Uh, what interest are you finding?
5: Well, I think the thing that we're we're looking to do here is uh, how do we how do we uh, how do we take this this uh, cycle of uh, producing food for for our our uh, our citizens our our our, po- our population base and uh, and help uh, understand what the impact or what the footprint is that's created to feed our people. I think. I think and that will allow us to under hopefully understand a little bit more what the responsibility would be from the from the general public towards agriculture to move the bar even higher because as the bar the bar is pretty high right now we're 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 well above standards so but yet we still struggle with with the uh, water quality in the lakes and in the in the streams so if we we're expected to take it further it's, got a, gonna, it's more of a, a gain for society than it maybe is for the farmer. In fact, I know it is.
1: You made a very interesting observation about we manage our, our nutrients to keep them on the farm and that has a ripple effect on water quality. But for somebody that's got a million dollar home around a body of water and sees an algae green, that's a big deal for them. Now explain again how you believe the two have got to be connected somehow if there's a high value for that view from the front window then there's got to be some reciprocation on helping a farmer or whomever keep those nutrients on the farm
5: well absolutely and and uh, we don't farm for the sake of just just farming we we are we're in the business of growing food for for the population and i and and we in our watershed to be perfectly honest with you a lot of what we produce in this watershed is eaten by our population of population base of our watershed so the two are, are we've got a really, we got to really we work really close together and 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 I think we've got a, a an opportunity here probably to do something a little bit different than, than anywhere else in the country just because of the, the, the partnerships that are already made and, and the potential to tweak things and expand them.
1: This group, like you said, started in 2012. Now today, literally, there are groups just like this all over the state of Wisconsin, maybe outside. I'm not as familiar with that. What are you noticing about that, Jeff? How, how does it make you feel that Back in 2012, that turned into a coffee conversation and a conference then a little bit more has spread like that to other watershed groups around the state.
5: Well, it makes me feel real good that, you know, anytime you have an idea and uh, you get it to go in your own neighborhood, much less see it go throughout the state and even to a national level at some at some to some point, is uh, really, really rewarding. And I guess it really goes to show, and show what the farmers' community is really about. Um, and I think the biggest thing that was holding the farmers back was the was the the, the uh, maybe the fear to lead in this in this uh, arena on this subject, and I I think. Uh, Once they got past that and they realized that they really are the leaders and and the innovators and uh, and they got an opportunity to uh, move things forward in their region of the state or their watershed, I think it's really caught on, it's really growing, and I I think there's only good things that are going to come from it. because. We can learn from something from each group. You know, they get together annually, and people are there's, They're all throwing their own little twist to it, and we know what it done it has done for the the livestock industry, much less the dairy industry in the state. With all the all the internet and all the conversation and all the all the all the minds coming together at conferences, and what's all comes out of that? It's just all good.
1: Are you? Uh, tell me a little bit about those relationships. You said. Madison Metropolitan Sewer District, I'm not sure there's a lot of farmers in this room ever expected to be working with that party when it comes to farming practices. Tell me about how those unique partners are really interested in what's going on here.
5: Well, I think uh, what we have we have a lot in common with what they do and what, what we're doing, and we're, we we uh, we all are working with nutrients. Bottom line, nutrients is what it's all about. We can't feed the people without without delivering nutrients. That's what they need nutrients to live. So, um, so it's all about managing nutrients, and they're. If you look at their waste stream and our waste stream, there's some commonalities out there, and there's some real potential down the road that we could probably co-mingle some of our products and make something that's quite sustainable that could be used out on the farm fields and hopefully economically would be a benefit.
1: The group started seven years ago, and he was there, then he's still with them. That's Jeff Endress. He's a dairy farmer in Wanakee. Also the current president of the Yahara Pride Farms group of farmers voluntarily coming together to work on manure management, conservation practices, and keeping nutrients on the farm and out of the watershed. And like we said, since they started basically in 2012, they have led to spin-off groups in other areas of the state, peninsula pride farms in northeast Wisconsin doing the same things. We've got groups in southeast Wisconsin, Southwest Wisconsin, Northwest Wisconsin, all over the place that are trying to find Follow the same model as Yahara Pride Farms, where farmers take leadership on conservation practices to keep nutrients on the farm and out of our waterways. Find more at yaharapridefarms.org. Jeff Endress. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke.
0: This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke.
1: Attorney John
2: Rihala with Clifford & Rihala talks about something an injury victim should never do. We often get calls from people who have been injured in a car or motorcycle accident. And even before the person has a chance to realize the full extent of their injuries, an insurance company or another lawyer, someone who should know better, tries to get that person to settle too quickly. That's a bad idea. A rushed settlement right after an accident almost always leads to an unfair result and far less compensation than the injured person deserves. We do things differently. When you hire Clifford and Raihala, we'll work very hard to recover all of your claim. We don't cut corners. We invest all the time and effort your case deserves to achieve nothing less than your maximum settlement. For relentless
1: dedication to helping you and your family, choose Clifford and Raihala. Hard-working, skilled attorneys fighting for you. For justice. Myjustice.com.
2: When a company only does business in Wisconsin, that's Wisconsin Strong. When their employees live where you live, That's Wisconsin Strong. When they support the local community by giving back, that's Wisconsin Strong. When your insurance premiums stay here, that's keeping Wisconsin Strong. Rural Mutual has been voted one of the top 50 insurance companies in the nation for auto, home, business, and farm insurance for the 10th year in a row. Their local agents and local employees make us Wisconsin Strong. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more.
0: On the job till the cows come home. This is the Wisconsin Farm Report with Pam Yankee.
1: 520 now on a Monday morning that's starting off pretty calm as far as weather is concerned, although I'm sure there's still ramifications from all the snow and the sudden warm-up last week. Let's get weather details now. Stumach Ag Meteorologist joining us live via Skype. So, yeah, like I said, uh, over the weekend I was fascinated to watch the weather coverage in states like Nebraska, where agriculture was getting a lot of attention because of all the high waters. We've Still got some flood related concerns in our backyard.
4: We sure do. In fact, we drove back up in the home country, northeast Wisconsin, Saturday and came back yesterday. And there are a lot of spots, especially low spots and along rivers and the like, where there's still a lot of water to come out, a lot of flooding, a lot of melting possibilities further north in the state. In fact, a flood warning at Lacrosse from 7 p.m. tonight till 7 p.m. Tuesday night. And a lot of that has to do with river valleys, melting snow, and water coming from further upstream. So keep in mind, still a lot of water out there. We're not going to add much this week. I guess that's good news. High pressure is trying to build in from the west. And although there will still be some clouds around today, maybe a few more than we'd like to see on a Monday, I really expect a pretty fair day with temperatures almost normal today, tomorrow more likely around normal or a bit above by Wednesday and Thursday and no real major precipitation threats around at all. A rain chance could hold off till later in the weekend. I'll have forecast details right after
0: this. No one works harder to help you achieve your goals. We know how challenging and rewarding farming and this way of life can be.
7: You won't find financial
1: experts with more ag knowledge and deeper rural roots. We grew up here, and many of us are farm kids through and through. So whether you have one acre or a thousand.
0: Whether you're building a house or a legacy.
2: Your friends, family, and neighbors at Compere Financial have your back. And, and we're, we're ready, ready, ready to, to champion, champion rural together. together.
6: Learn more at compere.com. Compere Financial. Equal credit opportunity lender.
2: As the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin, Rural Mutual is excited to announce the Rural Mutual Farm Dividend Program. The first of its kind in the state. They know how hard you work, so they want to reward you. Rural Mutual's Farm Dividend Program rewards farmers for their loyalty and dedication with up to a 5% dividend. And since Rural Mutual only does business in Wisconsin, premiums paid here stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. To learn more about Rural Mutual's Farm Dividend Program and how you may qualify, please contact a rural agent or visit RuralMutual.com. When you think
6: of Palmer amaranth, water hemp, ragweed, and mare's tail, doesn't it just make you want to give them the pounding they deserve? Now you can with Diflex Duo Herbicide. It's the post emergence corn herbicide with two proven sites of action. So you get powerful control of the toughest weeds, built in resistance management, and excellent crop safety. So don't just hit weeds. Pound them like never before with Diflex Duo. Learn more at DiflexDuo.us.
4: Always read and follow label instructions.
1: All righty, Stu, give us a few more details on what we can look forward to this week.
4: Well, we do get improvement this week. Again, that flood warning, La Crosse, 7 p.m. tonight till 7 p.m. tomorrow night. More clouds in western Wisconsin, otherwise partly sunny everywhere else. Low 40s today, west winds at 5 to 10. Partly cloudy overnight, a little fog further off to the northwest and north mid-20s through the night. West winds at 5. More sunshine around Tuesday. Pretty nice. Upper 40s with the southwest winds at 5 to 10. And some sunshine Wednesday. A lot of us right around 50, Pam. West winds at 5 to 10. And we hold around that 50 and get even a bit warmer come Friday and Saturday. I'm thinking outdoor plans are in my schedule.
1: Good. And this has got to be going to draw the frost out plenty quick, I hope, huh?
4: It's going to do that. And yeah, with a little melting snow, a lot of snow cover still further north. Still a lot of high water this week to watch for.
1: Right, right. Very good. All right, buddy. We'll catch up with you tomorrow. Thanks. See ya. Alright, we're calm out there this morning as far as the weather is concerned. La Crosse, you're starting out with cloudy skies. You're currently sitting at 28 but with no wind. It feels like 28, which is an alright kind of thing. and likewise, you've got cloudy skies. You're sitting at uh, 28 degrees. In Fond du Lac this morning you have clear skies. You're at 25, feels like 19. Oshkosh, clear, and 25. Madison at the airport, partly cloudy and 27 degrees. The weather has not treated Nebraska farmers very good over the weekend. We've got details on that after 5.30.
0: This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke.
7: I've always had it in the back of my mind of wanting to do it. I wanted to wait till I was done having kids. My husband and I talked about it, and it was just something that it was time to do. And, yeah, fix things, make them beautiful again. I decided on the ideal implant because it was best for my body type. Before I had the ideal implants, I was very self-conscious about just being in a swimsuit or being around my husband. So I was very clear with Dr. Bartel that I wanted to look natural, not fake or overwhelming. I wanted it to fit my body. It's given me definitely more confidence in who I am since I've had the ideal implant. Dr. Bartel gave me my body back Now, after having kids, I can really enjoy my body again.
0: Dr. Thomas Bartel specializes exclusively in surgical body recontouring procedures and is an ideal implant premier surgeon. For more information, go to drbartel.com.
4: I am
3: so proud to have six of the best custom jewelers and two of the most advanced CAD designers in Madison that meticulously work under microscopes, producing some of the finest custom jewelry Madison has ever seen. If you want your beautiful engagement ring or anything custom with the utmost accuracy, you'll only be able to have it done at Chalmers Jewelers. Six of the best custom jewelers and two of the most advanced CAD designers is why Chalmers Jewelers is voted Best of Madison Gold year after year.
7: I wasn't expecting him to even have the ring for me. I thought we were just going to go in and just kind of look.
3: I had decided to ask her to marry me in the store. He
7: proposed to me at Chalmers Jewelers. I was speechless, but I was so taken back that the only thing I could do was cry.
3: (laughs) It was everything that I'd
7: hoped it would be, and the
3: surprise and the ring were perfect for the perfect woman in my life.
6: Jewelers in Middleton.
8: Some people don't mind taking a risk, like the guy who thinks he can squeeze one more mile out of the fuel tank but runs out of gas, or taking a giant swig out of an expired jug of milk the one thing you don't want to take a chance on is your water heater going out. If it's over 12 years old, you might think about calling Benjamin Plumbing. They'll let you know if you're due for a replacement. And they only install top-brand water heaters. Plus, they stand by their work with a warranty on all parts, labor, and repairs. Wacky water heater? Contact your friends at Benjamin Plumbing.
9: Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses. I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business.
0: Benjamin Plumbing. The hardest working people in America deserve the hardest working products. Blaine's Farm and Fleet has the hard-working automotive and hardware parts and supplies you need to keep your job moving along. Get 15% off all Hillman steelworks and shapes. Be prepared for any job with a 26-piece performance tool screwdriver set. Comes with slotted, Phillips, and star heads and a freestanding storage rack. It's $16.99. Pick up an M18 Fuel high-torque half-inch impact wrench kit. It's $349 after $100 bundle savings when you buy a qualifying accessory. And get a DeWalt adjustable height shop stool with casters. It's $74.99. Also at Blaine's Farm and Fleet this week, check out this great doorbuster deal. Get a Milwaukee M18 Fuel half-inch hammer drill impact combo kit for just $2.99 after $100 bundle savings when you buy a qualifying accessory. That's genuine value from Blaine's Farm and Fleet. Darren College, a former NFL Super Bowl champion, signed the most important contract of his
8: life to serve in the Army National Guard. National Guard for me was a perfect fit. I've had a lot of military in my family. It's a big part of what uh, my family's done for a long time. I want to go out there and make a difference. I want to be a part of something bigger than myself. I didn't find that in the normal day-to-day life. I didn't find that working behind a desk. I realized being hands-on and being a soldier was something that would keep me active, keep me outside, keep me in that team environment that I craved and that I needed so much. And then the opportunity to serve my community and serve my country was just, I I wanted to be in Boise, Idaho. I wanted to be home. The National Guard gave me the opportunity to stay right where I was, to serve my country and my community, and it was the best of both worlds. I grew up flying bush planes in Alaska with my dad. I was fortunate enough to get my pilot's license. I wanted to be in helicopters. I wanted to be a crew chief. The Army National Guard gave me a chance to fly helicopters now instead of fixed-wing aircraft. To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station.
3: We'll start with the uh, the latest news, which uh, to Evo and I both was a bit of a head-scratcher. I mean, I, I get it from the personnel standpoint of what Matt LaFleur wants to do and what Nathaniel Hackett wants to do with the connection. But, boy, based on Ty Montgomery's dismissal and Winston Moss' dismissal, based on comments they made, you know, I'm talking about Mercedes Lewis, who had some critical comments about the quarterback in the offseason on a podcast. Are you surprised they brought him back?
8: You know what, Joe? I, I am a little bit surprised, but like you said, I I think clearly this shows you that, that running the football in Green Bay is no longer going to be lip service. They they need a, a tight end who can block, and he, he was clearly the best one on the roster last year. Mike McCarthy never was quite sure what to do with Mercedes Lewis or how to employ him and, and things like that. Jimmy Graham doesn't block, Lance Kendricks didn't block, Tanya's not a blocker. Now maybe they draft a guy who's Who's a complete tight end, and, and he does some blocking along the way. But, but I think this absolutely covers their bases, Joe, As they try to trend more, I, I don't think they'll ever be a 50-50 pass pass/run team, Joe, under under Matt Lafleur. Um, if, if they're going to give Rogers the ability to check out of plays at the line of scrimmage, I just I don't know how that's going to going to ever happen. But I don't think you're going to ever see a year again where in the, they're in the high sixties in terms of percentage passing the football like they have been multiple times in the McCarthy era, I think that ended up about 65-35 top to bottom, so almost 2-1 to uh, in terms of pass versus run. I think Green Bay's probably far closer next year to 55-45, 58-42, something like that, guys, in terms of pass-run ratio. And if you're going to do that, you better have a tight end who can get out there and lay the wood to somebody. And, And Lewis is clearly the best guy on the roster in terms of doing that. He's done, guys, as a pass catcher. But he's in essence an extra tackle now, and and they're fine with him moving forward. I think if if that's the player they you know they they choose to go with, if he makes the football team come August, I, I think guys they were you know they, they kind of said hey I get it you have issues with Rodgers um, in the in the past some of those guys we, we moved on from, but but guys maybe this is just a sign too that you know the quarterback doesn't run entirely run the run the organization anymore and. End of the day, uh, finding the right personnel, hey, even if he hurts some feelings along the way, is far more important to them winning football games.
3: Visiting with our Packer and of Rob Reichel, and I, and I guess that's the, the the final point on this one, Robbie. Is because yeah, I mean from a blocking perspective, Lewis fits the bill. You know, you go back to Ty Montgomery. Was he, was he traded so much for the decision to bring the ball out, or or more of the, his reaction, or you know, not being very you know culpable of it afterwards?
8: Yeah, I think Joe, and that that was a, you know that clearly had nothing to do with Rogers. I, I think that that had everything to do, uh, number one, with the decision and a, and a real defiance there uh, to listen to coaching and to be coached, and then number two, um, just the way he handled it on the following Monday, where he tried to run from so much of the blame and and put it on others and.
3: Visiting with our Packer insider Rob Reichel, Bob McGoodFootballForbes.com. So another guy they bring back is Geronimo Allison, but this one's interesting to me too, Rob, because they they give him like the the minimum, and he's a you know a, a non tender deal, so another team can sign him. Now the Packers would have an opportunity to match it, but if they don't, you know, then he just walks and they don't get any compensation. I mean, is this a game of chicken, or are the Packers confident that that the two million bucks they're giving Allison is going to be enough to, to keep him, and then another team's Going to not swoop in because I mean, look, this was a guy that before the injury was probably thought of as the, the second or maybe third option last year to start the season.
8: Yeah, but I think you hit on the key point there, Joe. We, you know, before the injury, we've you know we, we've had a few years here at Allison, and they and they keep waiting and waiting and waiting for that explosion and that eruption, and and, and it really hasn't happened yet.
0: This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Five
1: thirty-five now on a Monday morning, coming up before six o'clock. Megan Hannesschek, executive director of the Midwest Horse Fair, is going to be in studio with us, talking a little bit about some of the special elements that they've got for their fortieth anniversary show. That's April twelfth through the fourteenth, and Friday they introduced us to the five finalists that want to be our next Allison Dairyland. All those details coming your way. I'm Pam Yonke now from landmark services cooperative agri news desk here's what's happening on a monday so on this date back in 1953 the braves moved to milwaukee the braves baseball team they left boston came to milwaukee and now we've got the brewers also on this date back in 1974 hortonville teacher strike do you remember that The Hortonville Education Association and Hortonville School Board started negotiations after 10 months of bargaining with uh, the teachers. But ultimately, things stalled and the teachers went on strike. This date back in 1974. I kind of remember that from when I was just a kid. And on this date back in 1965, Russian cosmonaut Alexei Leninov became the first person to walk in space, and now you know. What else do we know? Well, we know the five finalists that want to be our next Alice in Dairyland, and most all of them from southern Wisconsin. We've got Sarah Ackenbach from Eastman in Crawford County. We've got Mariah Martin from Brooklyn, kind of the Dane-Green County lines. We've got Cassandra Krull from Lake Mills, a Jefferson County youth. We've also got Tessa Zettel from Judah in Greene County and Abigail Martin from Milton. All want to be our next Alice in Dairyland. I've got a picture up of the group on my website if you want to take a look, fabulousfarmbabe.net right there on the Farm News page. They'll now go through the extensive interview process May 9th through the 11th at various locations down in Greene County. Well, say a little prayer for Nebraska farmers. Boy, I was watching some of the weather-related information over the weekend in Nebraska, hard hit by a bomb cyclone that brought tremendous winds, and also they have had historically heavy snow, and it's coming at some of the worst times for Nebraska farmers. Steve Nelson's president of the Nebraska Farm Bureau and says right now a lot of farms are trying to handle the very busy calving season with all this weather too.
8: We've had some significant snow in the western part of the state, just nearly record-high straight winds, both during the snowstorm and then following the snowfall that pretty much kept the snow moving. So some really tough conditions there and it's at a time when a lot of producers are in the middle of calving and making it very difficult not only to take care of the calves but even to find where they're at. We're hearing some pretty difficult situations out there. You know, over the next day or two, you know, we'll hear more and we'll be able to put together some numbers about what losses are like. I'm sure that they'll be high, just almost inevitable that we would have some pretty significant losses in conditions like that.
1: Steve Nelson, president of the Nebraska Farm Bureau, he has been traveling around some of the hardest hit areas trying to get uh, a little idea what can be done. To help those farmers right now, a lot of it is just wait and see. Wait and see how long it takes before waters recede. Wait and see before we really start getting hard numbers on the number of livestock lost in states like Nebraska. They're keeping track and trying to provide producers information on the Nebraska Farm Bureau website. If you want to take a look, nefb dot O-R-G. It's five thirty nine.
0: No one works harder to help you achieve your goals. We know how challenging and rewarding farming and this way of life can be.
1: You won't find financial experts with more ag knowledge and deeper rural roots. We grew up here, and many of us are farm kids through and through. So whether you have one acre or a thousand.
2: Whether you're building a house or a legacy. Your friends, family, and neighbors at Compere Financial have your back. And, and we're, we're ready, ready, ready to, to champion, champion rural together. together.
6: Learn more at compere.com. Compere Financial. Equal credit opportunity lender.
1: Trust me. It's coming. Spring is just around the corner, so why not use this time to get ready for it? Fabulous Farm Baby Pam Yankee here for McFarland, right there in the heart of Sauk City. 780 Carolina Street, just off Highway 12, where everything is all under one roof. And that's a good thing for you, because there's plenty to get done. Okay, spring's just around the corner. How about you get your lawnmower looked at? Get it all tuned up and ready to go. Chainsaws, you know you're going to be using them. Trimmers, oh yeah, if you need to replace it or renew it, they'll take care of it for you. And ag equipment, remember how precious those days are in spring? Get ready now with preseason service. And that way when spring does come, and it will, you'll be ready to go. Check out the showroom with the largest selection of Kubota and Massey equipment indoors all under one roof. Just sit, kick the tires, schedule a demo, whatever you need. They even have one of Fent's new 1000 series tractors on display. That's McFarland's, 780 Carolina Street in the heart of Sauk City.
6: When you think of Palmer Amaranth, water hemp, ragweed, and mare's tail, doesn't it just make you want to <laughs> give them the pounding they deserve? Now you can with Diflex Duo Herbicide. It's the post-emergence corn herbicide with two proven sites of action. So you get powerful control of the toughest weeds, built-in resistance management, and excellent crop safety. So don't just hit weeds. (laughs) Pound them like never before with Diflex Duo. Learn more at diflexduo.us. Always read and follow label instructions.
1: Let's find out what some of the news is driving our trade on this Monday morning. Here's fellow farm broadcaster Mark
9: Uphold. Well, thank you very much. I want to start today by recognizing the battle many of you are facing with this late winter weather disasters. No disaster is more or less impactful than another when you consider a blizzard uh, or tornado, but I think flooding has to be the worst disaster to recover from. Whole towns underwater, roads, bridges washed away, livestock lost. Thank goodness for radio stations like this one to keep you connected. And to all the local volunteers and EMT and emergency personnel who are working tirelessly to help in this recovery effort, bottom line salutes all of you. You're in our thoughts, and do our partners as well, MS Biotech and Zaner Ag Hedge. Chicago Wheat broke a five-week string of lower weekly closes last week. Kansas City broke a six-week string. Now, the question is... Can corn, soybeans and wheat add value this week? Well we think with all the weather that we mentioned earlier transportation of grain or livestock is going to be a major issue and for not just days but maybe weeks to come as we again recover in some of these areas from blizzards and the heavy flooding. So we think the answer is yes higher trend ahead for the grain trade. Now livestock may have a little bit difficult time but again transportation is going to be an issue. That's the Bottom line as we see it on this Monday. I'm Mark Ophold wishing you a profitable day.
1: Thanks, Mark. In overnight electronic trade this morning, we've got May corn up a half, December corn up a quarter at 396 and a quarter, May beans, they're down three, November beans down three as well at 939 and a half, May wheat's down four, July new crop down three and three quarter cents, 464 and a half. Barrel cheese on Friday was up a half a cent, one forty nine and a quarter. Forty pound block cheese unchanged. The double butter finished the week. Half cent lower at two twenty eight a pound. Fluid milk for April up four at fourteen ninety two a hundred weight. May milk closed unchanged at fifteen eleven. June milk down twenty on the close to fifteen forty four a hundred weight. We're back out to August before we see any fluid milk contracts at or above the sixteen dollar mark for fluid in Chicago. Don't forget, we're looking forward to seeing you coming up on Wednesday. It's Ag Day at the Capitol, starting at 11 a.m. with registration at the Monona Terrace Convention Center. Then everybody will head out and pick up their things, go on up to the state capitol to visit with their representatives and senators. Also be a great time for you to be introduced to our brand new farm intern starting today. Reba McClone from Mount Horam, former Wisconsin State FFA officer on staff with the Wisconsin Farm Report. Starting today. This
0: is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Shop with your heart, mm -hmm. great place to
3: start, mm -hmm. on your budget and community.
1: About you, but I don't have the time or the energy to drive all over town trying to find a good deal when it comes to my ride. Fabulous farm baby Pam Yankee here from my buddies at Zimbrick Chevrolet, Main Street Sun Prairie. I've told you this story before how they hooked me up with my suburban. I didn't have a lot of time. I had to get a new ride fast. So what I did was give them a list of everything I wanted included in my ride, and bam, they got it. Plus the best price guaranteed. Uh-huh. They're so confident they can beat any other dealer's price on the same vehicles, they'll pay you $500 cash if they can't. So why waste all the time and energy driving all over town when you can just drive in to Zimbrick Chevrolet Main Street Sun Prairie and get the best price guaranteed? A great vehicle, no buyer's remorse? Now that's the kind of relationship I can live with. Check out their entire inventory online, ZimbrickChevrolet.com, or like I said, stop in. And tell them the farm babe sent you.
9: White mold, sudden death syndrome, root rot. If you raise soybeans, it may seem like you have all the cards stacked against you when it comes to disease. But did you know there is a new cost-effective seed treatment which can help prevent all three? Heads Up Seed Treatment offers a new proactive approach for dealing with fungal and bacterial diseases. Compatible with other seed treatments, hedge your bet against disease this spring. Ask your dealer for Heads Up today. To locate a dealer, visit headsupst.com. chickens sheep and
8: cows oh my it's time for the wisconsin farm report with pam yonke
1: well, if you've never experienced the Midwest Horse Fair, this is the year to give it a shot. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee in studio with Megan Hanashuk. She's the executive director of the Midwest Horse Fair. And again, remember, this annual event takes up all the square foot space available at the Alliance Energy Center. You can find details on their website, Midwest Horse Fair. And also don't forget, uh, it is the second week of April and we're looking forward to it. Hopefully the weather will cooperate. Megan Hanashuk, uh, that is one element you're not in control of is the weather. Some years uh, you've had trailers Banked up on snow, uh, just trying to get into the show. Uh, this year, celebrating 40 years, I bet you've got interest from a lot of different places, huh?
7: We certainly do. And yes, we've seen it all as far as weather goes snow, sleet, rain, sunshine. And that's what's been ordered for this year. Yeah, good girl, good girl. Let's talk a little bit about some of the featured
1: guests that are going to be there this year. Forty years, that's a real feat and something that the Wisconsin Horse Council and Midwest Horse Fair staff should be proud of, 40th anniversary. You've got some some stars that are going to be there, but not the two-legged kind
7: right that's right we have uh, several equine celebrities that will be joining us this year Um, maybe most notable is Foiled again he's a standard bred harness racing horse and he's actually the richest harness racing horse in the history of the sport Um, so he just recently retired this last year and we're very excited to have him with us Mm -hmm. Um, he has been immortalized along with several other horses that will be with us this year um, as a briar horse so he has a um, a model, a scale model of him um, that's available. So um, I collected them as a child. Yeah. I think many equine enthusiasts have. Um, so uh, joining him, we also have um, uh, Dusty, who is a another briar horse who has had adventure tales, a series of adventure mm-hmm. tales written about him, and um, Chocolate Chip Kisses. Another uh, paint horse, who's a briar horse, and finally uh, Empress. This is a international a champion uh, in five different company uh, countries, excuse me. And um, this Arabian stallion, gorgeous, gorgeous horse. Boy, that's something.
1: That's cool. Just think about it. I mean, I don't. They're, they're not performing, correct? They're just kind
7: of. Can I get a photo op with my briar horse if I bring my briar model? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Dusty actually signs his own autographs. Um, Pen in pen in cheek, <laughs> um, but yeah, absolutely. There, that's they're there um, to sure. yeah to show meet, off to meet the public to cool. show
1: off. Do they have a? I mean, this is a, sorry, folks. This is new to me. I I have a brother that is a, a fanatic about his briar collection, so this is interesting. So, is this a relatively new phenomenon where they're taking the actual animals that are the Rep, the models, the
7: the ones that we copied, are they actually taking them out on circuit these days? Um, you know, we recruited uh, some of these celebrity horses on an individual basis, but they have appeared um, publicly at other events, um, some of them, some of them not. Right, yeah. yeah, so it's... Um, Yeah, we're excited to have such a a great group. You know, and this is
1: another perfect example of the diversity of what the Midwest Horse Fair offers. If you are a hardcore equestrian person, there's something for you. If you're a mom and a dad that's got a kid that's just in love with horses or ponies or whatever, it's got something for you, too. You really work hard to incorporate all elements of the equine industry.
7: That's right. And this area especially is a great one for it. maybe you've never even seen a horse up close and in person. Um, this is this is a wonderful, wonderful opportunity um, to do that and you know, a very gentle experience at that, too.
1: Right. Let's talk a little bit more about some of the elements that uh, are, like we said, 40 years. It's legendary, the Midwest Horse Fair uh, celebrating that. Uh, anything else in particular? We talk about the clinicians this year back again for uh, after a little bit of an absence, those uh mustangs that we can follow on mustang monday what else are are intriguing to people as far as attendance or things they should know megan
7: yes we'll have a new competition on sunday this year that'll be the uh midwest horse fair uh freestyle dressage competition um so these are very elite uh, very athletic horses and they'll be coming in doing a musical uh performance with um costuming and flair um very very talented um very talented and very elegant horses. Um, so that'll be really something special to see on Sunday.
1: How hard is it to
7: recruit these
1: acts, find these horses? You mentioned that, you know, it's a lot of heavy lifting for the staff or for those folks that might be engaged from the Wisconsin Horse Council. How difficult is it to book
7: these acts? Yeah, well, to give you a little feel for it, we have a staff of five at the Midwest Horse Fair, and we work all year round. Um, and so and that's just on Midwest Horse Fair. So we, we plan... We plan year round for it and, you know, bringing in 40 clinicians and all these specialty acts, celebrity horses, um, creating competitions and um, 500 vendors that we're working with. So it's um, it takes it takes some hours, certainly. Absolutely. And 40 years going strong. Uh, We were mentioning about that
1: historical mark. There is also homage to that uh, historical perspective in this year's artwork. Tell me about that, Megan.
7: Yeah this year um we did 40 years of legends um so we wanted to commemorate that with um uh, with a special painting. We have done that for the last uh, 20 years. We have a painting that goes with our artwork. And this year um, there's reflections in a pond, the capitals in the background. Um, so it pays tribute to our home at Alliant Energy Center in Madison, Wisconsin. Um, there's Willows for Willow Island. That's mm-hmm. part of the Alliant Energy Center. Um, so a very special piece for us to commemorate those, those 40 years. You know, anybody that's ever
1: been to the Midwest Horse Fair, when I say you use every square inch of space available, including those beautiful new pavilions. I'm not kidding. You guys are you just right up to the nose as far as uh, space and what you can do with it. Does anybody ever talk about snagging this show and trying to take it someplace else, Megan? I know the Mid- Midwest Horse Fair has got skin in the game, so to speak, on the investment of those pavilions, etc. But does anybody
7: else ever try to court this uh, fantastic event? <laughs> well, we do have a long-term uh, contract with the Lion Energy Center, so we are we are proudly here to stay in the Madison area.
1: All right, good. That makes me feel better right there. Megan Hanischuk is in studio with us, Executive Director of the Midwest Horus Fair. Again, if you've never gone, this is a great year to take it in. Forty years that this group has been doing everything they can to educate people, not just in Wisconsin, but now it's a nationwide event, drawing folks from uh, both the United States, Canada, shall we say North America, to learn more about the equine industry and that again we want to remind folks this is and if they haven't heard the commercial this is not a horse show it is a horse fair and it's got some specific goals according to the wisconsin horse council correct
7: that's right uh we are we are formed to support the wisconsin horse council so all our uh profits proceeds are returned back to the Horse Council at the at the end of our year, and the Horse Council uses those funds to better the equine industry in the state of Wisconsin. That goes towards trails and uh, grants, mm-hmm. scholarships uh, for um, equestrians, um, and many more things that support our our equine community.
1: After forty years, you know, I know that uh, Minnesota's got a, a horse fair as well. Is Wisconsin? Uh, Pretty well established as far as its infrastructure, its support of the equine industry compared to some of the other states. I mean, I imagine we could go south towards Texas and some of those areas and maybe see bigger, bigger dollars. But are we pretty well established? We pretty well in good shape financially when it comes to uh, those investments?
7: Yeah, Midwest Horse Fair, uh, we're very stable, as well as the Wisconsin Horse Council. Um, and that's very much attributed to the success of this event, our, our attendees that are very loyal, our vendors, our sponsors, um, who come year after year. Um, so we are we are here for the long run. Excellent.
1: 40 years and still going strong. That's the Midwest Horse Fair. Megan Hanischuk in studio with us. So if you're a briar kid and you've got one of those models, maybe you want to come and see Dusty and Empress and some of the others that are going to be there in the flesh. And then, of course, remember all the educational components, the clinicians, and then, of course, the entertainment at Center Stage. Find more. Follow along at MidwestHorseFair.com. And, of course, make sure that you're uh, securing your tickets and join us at the event at the Line Energy Center, Megan Hanashuk with the Midwest Horse Fair.
0: This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke.